Okay, welcome. This is uh, Ultimate Leverage, and I am Ricardo Pelayo. Today, we're going to talk with Darren Withy. Darren, thank you for accepting my invitation. Pleasure. Director of uh, Sydney Stone Landscaping in Sydney, Australia, since 2012. Guitar player, committed to personal growth and self-realization. Trained in communication courses, leaders programs, and team management. Chose to move to Sydney, Australia with his, his uh, family, his wife and family. I invited Darren because uh, he was my coach many years ago on a team management and leadership program that I participated for about two years. And later on, he invited me to participate in a course he created called Smell the Roses that he conducted here in London. Uh, that course had uh, a profound impact in me because I was at that time going through a really, really tough time. And the concept you explained got me to realize how much I was not uh, honoring myself in all my areas in life. Um, putting off small fires everywhere and not giving myself time to recharge my batteries. I was physically and mentally depleted. My intention in this talk is to get your point of view regarding what it takes to go through life feeling satisfied, content, you know, in a more regular manner than not. We live in a stressful life these days, mainly in uh, big cities. So for example, let's, let's look at uh, success. No matter how successful we consider we, we are at times, there's always going to be a challenge in front of us, big or small, uh, whether in business or personally. And I believe it's all about expansion. So Darren, um, what about if we start, start here? What, what, do you, what is your definition of uh, living a good life? Uh, put me on the spot there. Living a, first of all, thank you for taking the time or thinking of me to I talk with about these topics because you know it's something I've been passionate about for many years and and something I've been interested in. You know what? I guess you know what is success, what is what it is to live a full full uh, life. And uh, hang on, just one second. We are starting the most difficult one. Shall I, shall I move on and then, then, and then you... No, just, just a second. My wife's just walking on. No, not a problem. Yeah. My intention here is to, to get my guest to, to define what made you um, be in a, a state of mind where, yes, of course, the challenges in life, like everybody has, personally, on business. Uh, but there is a point where, where we actually can, can say that we actually live in a, a, um, a satisfied life. I'm gonna, um, and I'm going to pass it on to Darren again. Darren is back. I Sorry, don't. We're packing to go to flying off to New Zealand in the morning. Okay. And wife's trying to get the daughter to bed and everything. So anyway, carry on. So what was, what was the question again? Go for it. So how would you, I was actually um, uh, interested because um, I, I knew about you a little bit and, uh, and I met you here in London and, uh, and, and I know uh, you've been, you know, traveling from New Zealand to Australia and London and New Zealand again, or uh, Australia again. I've been doing your, your own uh, um, uh, you know, courses and, and, uh, and all this. Uh, but now you settle in, in Australia. So uh, that's where the, the, the question comes. It's like, uh, 
it, it seems that you actually made a decision to to move to Australia. Is is obviously is a place that you know, and uh, and and um, you know it's, it's it's incredible how you can see different lifestyles in different places. Like in London, it's really really fast. Uh, when live in Venezuela, when you don't have a don't have a child in <laughs> London, <laughs> for me it was fantastic, especially being a musician and playing around North London. But yeah, when I, as soon as my wife became pregnant. We started making plans to come live oh. back here in Australia. I get it. In the sunshine, by the beach. <laughs> really? So, uh, um, so what? Let, let me just ask you a question. Okay, what made you get involved in personal development? Um, it's funny actually, because I think I was always interested in it. I don't know. Um, just like with 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 through music. You know, when I was younger, listening to a lot of music, I like listening to lyrics, and I like people like Bob Dylan, and they always had a point to to make, and and so I was I was interested in, in life and bettering myself through music, I guess. But yeah. um, through my late teens, I just yeah, like a lot of lot, a lot of people are drawn to things because there's some kind of sickness, or you know, there's a an impact, something in their life kicks them. And they're impacted to to move towards, you know, it could be a religion, it could be self development, it could be nutrition. Like I studied nutrition for a while, and it's mm -hmm. funny I used to ask people, "What got you into this?" And would always come back to an illness, you know, oh, I had this irritable bowel, or I had trouble eating, or things like that, and that's what got them into it. You know, I had a similar thing with. Um, yeah, just eating problems, and that's what got me into nutrition. But I think, um, yeah, I, ha I had a bit of an incident when I was younger where I broke my leg quite badly and had a little metal placed in it. And before that time, I, used to, I was a bit of a rug rat. I was 19 and um, used to run amok, as you did. And after that incident, that was pretty much, that was the crucial moment in my life. I, after that incident, you know, I stopped doing everything. I wasn't drinking much anymore and stayed away from different kinds of friends or whatever. And I just started, I had a girlfriend at the time who introduced me to a book, um, Celestine Prophecy. <laughs> That's when I was 19. And, um, nice and also introduced me to a woman who became my spiritual counselor at the age of 19 for about two years. And um, so that's what sort of started my journey. I just went to see her to help me out because a good friend of mine had just died, you know. Um, very good, well, one of my best mates had, had died and I kind of blamed myself like a lot of people do. Yeah, so time. I saw, yeah, it was, it was huge. So that was pretty much the, one of the sparking points, I guess. And um, yeah, so that's, that's how I got into it. But I just, I just loved it. I love, you know, how your different view, like you, like you can be living a, Thing, you know, you're going through your daily routines, but you can change the way you look at things and it completely dramatically changes the way you experience life. Yeah. And, and then I moved to Australia. And I, yeah, I oh know before that, yeah, I got into Ayurveda, uh, Indian science of life. Um, and I had a mentor I had for many years. So I, I, I've just been in, in the deep end since I was about 19, I guess. Right. Okay. But it seemed, it seemed to have been a, a, a quite a commitment for you because I met, 
I met you about uh, well, 2004, I think, or 2006, possibly, and you were already yeah. well into uh, your courses and and life coaching and uh, uh, leadership program and uh, that sort of thing. Um, you coached me on on, on, a, on a team management and leadership program at some, uh, at some point that I was uh, involved in for about two years. Uh, so, so we're talking about nineteen. About, I mean, you know, you know, you. I know you are. Uh, you're a young lad, but uh, that's probably about more than twenty years ago. Yeah, at least. Yeah, I've been involved in personal development. Yeah, for about twenty. Jeez, you know, now you make me think. Since I was nineteen, so yeah, twenty. Twenty-three, twenty-four years. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Mm. And I think the most, the, the, it was funny because 10 years ago, um, I'd spent 10 or 15 years being in personal development um, and being a musician, but I was still broke, you know, um, and actually live couch surfing at the age of 32, you know, um, 33, no money. And, um, but I was happy, you know, if, if <laughs> I didn't need any money. Yeah. Oh, well, I did at the time. I mean, I got, got pretty bad sometimes, but I was earning enough to get by and I really loved my life, you know, I had no concerns. It wasn't till, you know, a, a a, I met my partner that, you know, when I was 33 and started realizing I needed money to have, you know, to support a family. And that's when I turned my focus of personal development into business setting, you know, and went from strength to strength, yeah. you know, and now sitting pretty, you know, doing, doing very well and successful in business as well. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Brilliant. Now, I know that, uh, you know, when you get, we get in that sort of uh, situations, um, I, le I leave my story for, for another time, but I, I had a, a big tough time at some point. And, uh, but when you have that pivoting moment, you say, okay, that's it, that's enough. I need to do something here because uh, that could, it, this cannot carry on happening like this. Mm. And, uh, but nevertheless, when you that, do that pivoting, um, uh, move if you like and you feel inspired you, you begin to take action there's still a lot of uncertainty ahead of you and, uh, mm -hmm. and something very very interesting because uh, you, you mentioned about uh, you know jumping in uh, willing to fail and willing to look back because this is what I'm experiencing right now this moment I mean I have challenging moments but uh, my, my decision of, of creating a podcast is probably the biggest one after I graduated as an architect so uh, what would you say about that, about uh, jumping in and, and willing to fail, willing to look bad? Well, I guess I think that's been the crux of my, my success in business, has been the willingness to, to just throw myself in the deep end. I think, well, I've kind of done it through all of life, really, but I mean... You know, like um, the most thing that holds people back, I guess, is they're, they're waiting till they're ready before they do something. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Oh, getting ready, oh my God, this is one of those, yeah? I'm not ready yet, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, not I'm not quite ready to do something, I'm not, yeah. you know, and, um, but, uh, an example here, but, um, well, you know, when I, when I first got to Sydney, I was working, I just, I jumped in with a stonemason that I'd worked for before, I'm just labouring and doing some stonemasonry, really, but I knew there was good money in stone, you know. Um, so I just went back working with him, and then, but I didn't really know too much about stone. But I, what I, I did know is that I was spending more money every week than I was earning, you know. Um, so I needed to start my own business. So I, I went out one day and I went around building sites, and um, yeah, got a job. And a week later, I started my own business, Sydney Stone, Sydney Stone Landscaping, you know. And I wasn't even a stonemason. Amazing. I, I knew I knew stonemasons, so I brought them with me. And I didn't know how it was going to work. I was leaving my job. I had no other job, but I just jumped in, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from that point on, each uh, I'd jump in and, and I'd get a job with a builder. And it, it would be quite scary because I'd be taking on something I didn't know how to really know how to do. And um, But I'd jump in and just do it. And, you know, I'd learn it or I'd get people to come on the job that knew what they were doing. And, and that's how I learned. I'd learn on the job, not not didn't learn first and then go out and get the work got the work and then learn how to do it and I think actually my mentor my Ayurvedic mentor used to say that he said just get the work and then learn how to do it and do it and yeah. I used to do it with programming he you get he was, was a bit of a it's funny because he was an Ayurvedic physician but he was also into his computers and programming and things and he'd get these big contracts with companies and then he'd learn what he had to do and he'd do it you know he said don't don't spend all your time learning how to do something and then trying to get work around that, get the work and then learn it, you know? Um, so I, that, that's, that's the main thing. And it's such a thrill, you know, it, within about a year of running my business, I, I got a job doing um, one of the Murdoch's, you know, houses. It's one of the, to this day, I think it's the first or most expensive residential property in the whole of Sydney, or second. And we were doing all the stonework there and I had a whole crew and, you know, all these contracts and health and safety and all these kind of things were so over my head and it was such a risk and so scary, such a scary time. Was, yeah. know, it was a thrill, you know, it was a thrill to just jump in and, and do it. And we had, uh, but yeah, knowing that, uh, knowing that it pretty much probably will fail in some respect, you know, but it was through those failures that you learn and you grow, you know, so. Yeah. Just jumping in the deep end, I think that, that that's probably the key to the, you know, and and then through the years you, you look for bigger challenges, bigger things to throw. It just becomes an addiction in a way, actually. Yeah. What can I take on now? You know, now we're doing a half a million dollar job, yeah. which is you know jump in the deep end. Same, you know, six years on the business, and then looking at doing stuff in the future. I know it can get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just. It's exciting, you know? Yeah, I bet. Like, I know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been there going go, um, in, in, in a similar path myself in my own business. Um, so do you think that, you know, at, at that point that you have some clarity which direction you take, you say, I'm taking it on business. And, uh, and, and it's, it's a traditional business. So you're counting on, on, on people to help you. You've got, you've got a big team of uh, stonemasons and, 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 and I've seen your work is, is, is top, top quality. It's amazing. 
what do you think it takes? I mean, it's not just about, uh, uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna leave it to you, but just to, to maybe to touch both. One of them is your own mental state. Another one is all these structures and systems of communication. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, I mean, there's so many different facets to go into. We're going to have a podcast about each facet, I guess. Um, I guess, I think communication is a big thing, you know, when you, because you, it's, you have to inspire people to trust you and come on the job with you. That's right. Um, yeah, to let the, let the builder know that he can trust you. And it is being willing to do whatever it takes, you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess there is a certain trust you, you got to have trust in yourself. Um, what was the, ask that question another way. What was the question again? Yeah. Um, there is that moment where, uh, you, you decided that something needed to be done. And, uh, and then you begin to, you, you get an inspired, uh, uh, you, you, you get inspiration to go to in, in certain direction. Okay. And, and for me, it's been very difficult to abandon the idea of, of designing houses. Because, well, you know, there was a long time ago, I learned about that. I've been 30 or years involved in it, last university. So obviously, they, it's almost like it's chasing you. This is the, 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 the right thing to do. And, and I do take a lot of um, um, pleasure in, in designing, uh, not necessarily in the other things, uh, mainly when you're actually starting off that you have to do everything by yourself. I mean, uh, I'm, I, I didn't choose to go and create a team straight away. I began to, to do it slowly and I was actually preparing my own systems to deliver, to brief my, my assistants and all that. Uh, but, but it's definitely a... Uh, um, I want to get to the state of mind uh, that, that allows you to, to move forward, to carry on taking inspired actions, to, to stay there, to be consistent, to, to, you know, five, ten years later, you say, hey, here I am, and, and I'm really happy. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I cre yes, I had all the bips and bobs and, uh, and, and ups and downs, but uh, here I am. I got a family. I, I'm, I'm happy. I spend time with my children. I... Uh, um, I, I have a lot of friends and my, my life is good. So what, yeah. is that, what is that state of mind that, uh, that, that, that you can, you know, recreate if you like, or, or, or... Well, it is that, it's funny actually, because I, I was actually thinking about this the other day, when it's that, that drive, you know, what is that drive? And a lot of... I lost your, I lost your, uh... okay. Can you repeat that please? Oh, no. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, what, yeah, what's that, that innate drive? You know, because you can't, you can't, I don't know, can you teach that? It's, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I guess, I think it's there in everybody. You yeah. Know, it's just some people might have stuff in the way. And because if you don't have that that drive or that desire to succeed, it's normally because yeah something's on top of that. So you can't try to do things differently or try to do something new or anything like that. The only thing to do if that drive is not there is to 
remove the handbrakes. Mm-hmm. You see, and and the, the main handbrake that you have is you believe something to be true. And mm-hmm. when when you have these thoughts in you that you believe to be true, like oh, I can't do it because, or or I'm not good enough because that that's the handbrake. You see, that's right. And, and, and until you can get that, or when you get that, that's just made up and it's in your head, and you can let that go and okay, well, trans, transform that, and that's when the, the drive comes through again. Or you see something else possible, you see something, well, things, things light up, you know. But yeah, the drive really can't, it's not something to get externally from somewhere else, it's already in there. It's just you've got stuff maybe clouding it or in the way. Just looking at how you can remove that those handbrakes. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 good. That's 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 key. You know, going through your resistance, whatever they are, and they just basically believe something that we kept. Yeah, and I think that's what the journey of personal development is: removing all those cobwebs and all that cloudiness mm-hmm. until all there is is this lightness and joy and enthusiasm to take on things. Yeah, you know. And that, that, now what? Now that I have that, now what am I going to do? And that's yeah. when life becomes an adventure. That's right. Exciting. Yeah. New things, right? New challenges. Yeah. New so, things, so you mentioned earlier that, uh, well, you mentioned it to me. You didn't mention it in, the, in, in this conversation, but I did just let, let me uh, bring it up. Uh, that you don't really do goals and that you focus in the near future. Uh, surely you engage yourself every so often in, in long-term visions of where you would like to be or, or do or have uh, in a long-term mm-hmm. future. So would you, would you share with us, because that was very interesting for me, would you share with us this uh, three-week power plan that you have? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can't, I mean, I did goals and visions for, for years, but um, and they're very helpful, especially I think the context of creating a, a goal or having a goal like a six month goal or a year long goal and a plan I find is inside of that you develop yourself in certain areas and you can tell if you're on track or if you're getting stopped and so goals are very useful but at the moment I, I, I as I said I don't have I don't have an innate want to get anywhere else you know I, I don't have a I don't want to be I'm quite enjoying my journey to the, the present, you know, and I think that helps when you have a kid, you know, I don't, I don't, don't want to be getting somewhere else where she's grown up in the future. I want to spend as much time as I can here. And um, I, I've been, I spoke to a couple of guys, one guy had a huge landscaping business, one of the biggest in Sydney. Um, and he was saying how he doesn't really speak to his kids because he spent all his time when his kids were young growing a bit business to support the family. He didn't spend enough time with his kids and his kids resented him for it. He said, and he told me, just make sure you never do that. And um, it's not something I was doing, but maybe I was spending too much time on work. And then another guy in that same week had exactly the same conversation with me. And that was really a telling sign to spend my, you know, have your business and enjoy it, but that's not, you're doing it so you can have a great, present moment you know and spend time with your family and have great relationships with your family mm-hmm. uh, it's obviously when money's scarce it can be a bit tough but 
You know, you got to get yourself to have enough money to, but to be able to spend that time with your kids. And so what I, what I found with the three week plan, cause I used to do three month plans, six month plans, but I want to transform things instantly. You know, I, I like to get things done. So I created like a three week plan where I think, where do I want to be in three weeks time? And I stand in the future and think <clears throat> and write down, you know, I want to have this many employees, I want to have this many jobs, I want to have this, that, and the other. You know, it might be a personal goal. I want to have written this song or whatever. And then look at, okay, so if I've, if I've done that in three weeks' time, okay, where, where would I need to be in two weeks' time to, so I realize that in three weeks' time? And then same again, where would I need to be in one week's time to make, you know, you work backwards. <clears throat> and then... Yeah, and then create that plan, and that's that's inspires me mm-hmm. for three weeks. And more often than not, I've you know succeeded on those three week plans. I might be a little bit off here or there, but you yeah. know that really has transformed my business. And it's something I bring in. That <clears throat> if my business is not, if I don't feel that great in the business, or whatever, I'll, I'll create a three week plan and I'll just boost it. You know, Push, yeah. it's like pushing a boost button. <laughs> and do a few of those a year, and yeah. I like it. I like it because it's quite uh, measurable, isn't it? It's just uh, you, you, you have uh, instant results and if the results are not there, well, you recommit and you move, uh, um, mm. move on. You just uh, keep uh, getting to that point. You don't make it that significant. It's just uh, it, it's like a short goal. You, you measure mm. it. You know where you are and you can carry on with another three weeks maybe. Yeah, you've got that enthusiasm for three weeks. You know, it's, it's, quite, it's much easier to keep that enthusiasm for three weeks than it is. Really but, you know, th- th- that's why there's, you know, the purpose to a three-month three plan. Th- there is a purpose in that, that you will have lulls. You will have times when you don't want to do it, you know, and then you address those things. But, yeah, so there is a purpose for three-month or six-month plans, but... I've addressed those things for myself. Um, so now I just like the three week, <laughs> three week ones. No, it's pretty cool for me. It's almost like, uh, you know, a breakthrough. I used to have this capacity of visualizing things in the future, uh, in the, in the long term future. And I, and I could see all the pictures and all the, I could even hear myself. And, uh, but, you know, finding it very difficult to what, what was, what was it that I was going to do the next day or the next week? And, uh, and I think these short-term uh, plans are, are uh, it sounds really interesting to me. I think I'm going to start practicing that. Yeah, well, the thing is, as I said, they can be done in any area of your life. And I think with what we talked about with Smell the Roses is it's a great way to keep an eye on your life. If you feel disempowered in life or you feel a bit downtrodden. Oh, uh, can you stop this? Yeah. Can you repeat again what you said? I just lost your uh, your um, audio for a minute, for a second. So just saying that the three week plan that can be in in any area of your life. Yeah. And it's a great way to, if you are feeling a bit down, you know, not empowered or a bit negative. You can look at all the areas of your life. You know, your relationship, your finances, your, your um, creativity, your health, your fitness, your sex life whatever, you know, any of those areas. And if you rate them out of 10, you know, if there's a couple that are on a two or a three, 
they can do with raising a number and you can create a three-week plan around them obviously it's good to get some kind of coaching in one of those areas but that is that's that's the essence you know you want to you want to be and satisfied in all those areas of your life yeah and um, i think that's you know when we talked earlier about you know what is it to be living a successful life and i think that it is you know being satisfied in all those areas of your life you know to a certain you know they're, they're all they're always moving obviously but it's sort of like doing a riding a bicycle and doing a, a wheelie you know you it's like doing a wheeling and seeing how it's like staying on the wheeling for as long as possible balancing yeah. success in all those areas of life you're going to come down again but then get back get back up again you know yeah I think one of the one of the line one of the quotes i heard once was you know it's not a crime to fall off your horse it's a crime not to get back on mm. and um you know it's so yeah success for me is really being satisfied in, in yeah. all the areas of life there's one of those uh things that i i notice on myself it's like uh when you when you get that sort of uh drive to fulfill on something you feel that uh you want to do it and go for it and then you spend hours and hours because it needs to be done and obviously the the money is is there putting pressure on because uh you know it's end of the month or whatever so uh so what happens is that that uh, I, i've been in a situation when i've been focusing myself for so long that you ended up you know uh having difficulties with my partner because she's not uh happy <laughs> she's uh you know feels that we haven't been spending time together or whatever i luckily i managed to make my life somehow in my own uh, um way so yeah, I'm, i'm working from home i go i build my my office i i jump with the girls every other day in the in the trampoline i have time for them i uh i do spend time in the in their uh, uh you know school homework and all that so i think it is very, as you said it's very very important to to i think it's essential to just to keep at least you know the same sort of number in in all those areas that you need spiritually money wise business uh, personal spiritually family children fatherhood if you if your father i think is 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 key like jug, yeah juggling all those areas and but then but it's great to know that and then so if you are feeling you know a bit disempowered you, you can see where it, where that is and you work on that you know yeah absolutely absolutely brilliant well um I think that we've done a, a, a good uh, a deal. I don't know how long we've been together talking here, but uh, I have one more question for you, um, Darren. Mm -hmm. Would you consider again creating that mini course that you had, uh, Smell the Roses, and broadca broadcast them uh, on internet? Because I think it's a it's a it's a good piece, uh, very valuable piece of uh, work that uh, will help a lot of people yeah. to move forward. Yeah, I, I just love that. It's funny I, when you. I haven't really thought about it for a while, but I remember once going out to this woman. She was, you know, not a, not quite elderly, but she was getting on, and they, there was about twenty odd women, you know, older women sitting around, and me leading this course, and we had a ball, and they all got they all got lots out of it, and and everybody got lots out of it. I did a lot of those courses, and just just being being open with people and hearing about people's lives and stuff it's fantastic i found it really really valuable i mean it was so sweet because if there was melody roses okay i mean what that means i don't know what it's all about obviously i was in my own world 
but I came out with a with a nice nice um, uh, space of mind, if you like. I mean, gave me some direction as well on uh, what is it that mm. I need to take in consideration. I mean, uh, time for yourself, hobbies, and really, really honoring your own uh, your own well being, if you like. That's that's essential. That's number one, right? Mm. Yeah. And yeah, your relationships and all that. So yeah. Brilliant. So Darren, uh, I am thrilled to have you here in this uh, space. Uh, I, I would love to have you again and maybe talking about smelter roses next time. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much for spending this time with us and um, I, uh, I, I wish you the best and I hope to see you soon. I think uh, this is amazing, isn't it? Being able to, I haven't seen you for many, many years. And now you're there in Australia on the other side, uh, 10 hours uh, difference, and here we are sharing again. I think this uh, is, 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 is a reason for celebration. I'm really, really happy to, to have this contact with you. And yeah, it's, it's funny because we spent, used to spend a lot of time together and haven't seen you for six years or something, six, seven years. So. That's right. Longer, probably more like 10 years now. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. Or because I think I left that uh, place about 2008. I decided to have children as well, and uh, and it was crazy because my first girl uh, for four years kept me awake every single night. I think it was like you know a handful of nights that I managed to sleep all night long. So imagine with that uh, you know um, amount of uh, work um, in terms of uh, you know going through team management and leadership and, and working on your self-expression and all that. Uh, I said, forget it. <laughs> I'm going to just dedicate this time with my children. It was really good. I mean, it's, it's been, it's been thrilling for me. Um, I don't know if you finish up with your own, uh, um, uh, whatever you want to say. No, that's it. It was great. Great to, um, Think about those things again. I haven't really talked about it lately, and um, but also, yeah, it's just it's great to see where you know sometimes you forget to think back or where you've been, and yeah, it's interesting, <laughs> interesting yeah. to think of a few of those those things again. So no, it's good. Thanks for the chat, and we'll chat again. You're welcome. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Warren. Yeah. Uh, hope to see you soon. Take care, man. Bye bye. What? You want to say something? Stay on the line now, eh? You cut it there. I got it, guys. In a minute, I was actually thinking about how to how to close this one. We're talking about ultimate leverage and the way to get uh, to tap into our inner resources. So that that, that was it. Thank you. Goodbye. No. But, yeah, exactly. But you cut it, right? I'm cutting now. Ciao. <laughs>